Well, today it's John chapter 7, verses 40, into chapter 8, verse to verse 11. And so it says, when the crowds heard him say, you know, this is a man's a prophet. We've been expecting. Others said he's a Messiah. No, he can't be that. How can he come from Galilee and do this? And, you know, what's going on? And so everybody was confused about who he was, which is still going on today, isn't it? There's people today who will say Jesus was a prophet. Uh, some religions really believe that. Yeah, he was a good man. He was a prophet. There are others that say he is the Messiah. That's what we believe. Another say, not just another man, just here. And so the crowd begins to be divided. Jesus fought that. And so do we still today. Who is this man? Unfortunately, we know who he is. And so because of that, some wants him arrested, some wants him elevated. People want this and that, and there's all these things going against him. And, you know, Nicodemus comes to him and says, you know what? let's take a step back and let's look at who he is and what he's doing and well we need to do this what's legal what's not there's all kinds of confusion going on around about him because so many times when you can't answer an argument you just attack the speaker when you can't just put away what's being said you attack the person you got to be careful of that so going through all of that it says Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, and the next morning, the people bring to him a woman who was caught in the act of adultery. Puts her in front of the crowd. T- says to him, this woman was count- caught in the very act. Law of Moses says, stoner, what do you say? Because they're trying to trap him into saying something that they could use against him, but He stoops down and writes in the dust with his finger. I wish we knew what he wrote. That would be fascinating. And when they heard it, you know, he stoops down and does that. And when they heard this, they slipped away. After he says, you know what? You want to do this? Then let the one who's without sin cast the first stone. And one by one, it says, they walked away, beginning with the oldest. Until it's just Jesus and the woman. That's all that's left. And notice what he says to her. Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? And she says, no, Lord, neither do I. Go and sin no more. She is guilty. She did do it. But Jesus didn't condemn her. He does expect her to leave her life of sin. Go and sin no more. Don't do it but go on from this point on. To me, one of the interesting facts in this story is that Jesus never gets into her past. He never digs up the old stuff. He never brings it and throws it into her face. She already knew. And so many times you and I are guilty of reliving our past over and over again, allowing it to beat us up. And we forget that God is not a condemning God. He's a forgiving God. And he looks at this woman. He knew everything she had done. She knew everything she had done. And he doesn't address it. He just says, we're the people who want to accuse you of all your junk. She says, well, there's no one here. He says, and I'm not going to either. But here's what I'll do for you. I'll forgive you. You get a fresh start. 
you get a new life. You get to begin again. Because we know that when we come to Christ, He makes all things new. And so He says, I want you to go away with something. I'm not condemning you. You don't need to carry the guilt any longer. It's over. Go on. Leave your life of sin and start living a life that honors me. That's still a good message for today, isn't it? God's not interested in condemning you. He wants to forgive you. He wants to help you from this point on to start living a new life and to live each day with mercies brand new. Isn't He a great God who's willing to do that for us? We need to do it for ourselves. Keep the faith. Thank you.